This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Mr. D Math and More podcast series. Woo! And woo for sure. Now, you can tell I got a special guest with me today. And I've been away for a few weeks because I've been on the road at homeschool conventions. And I'm in St. Louis, Missouri right now. And I'm with, well, I have to tell you, first of all, full disclosure, I'm with a personal friend who we've been friends for 20, 20 some years, yes. right? It's amazing. So not only do I know this person, she's amazing. I know her husband, their kids. We've been we've been friends for such a long time. You were time. our wedding? I was in your that's right, I was in their wedding. I got to sing at your wedding too. You that did was sing so at fun. my wedding. Awesome, right? So uh, who I'm with is one of the top Navy recruiters in the United States. Her name now you go by Sarah Patton. Yes, I is. go by Sarah Patton, yes. <laughs> now can I call you Chief? You may call me Chief. Thank you for that. Okay, so I'm with Chief Sarah Patton, one of the top Navy recruiters in the entire United States, and I wanted to have her on the show today to tell people about about what it's like to be able to talk to a Navy recruiter, what it's like if you wanted or interested in a, a career in the armed services, and we're just going to talk a little bit about the process it takes and what really is a Navy recruiter looking for? Because a lot of times people think they know what they're looking for, but you're gonna hear it directly from one of the best in the business about what they're looking for. So, first of all, Sarah, but I'm just gonna call you Sally. Okay. I'll just call you Chief. I'm gonna go with Chief. All right. Today you're Chief. So Chief, uh, first thing is this. Tell me about how did you become a Navy recruiter? Like, why'd you wanna do it? What made, how'd you do that? Well, I was uh, a Navy reservist for a long time and an opportunity came to go on active duty as a recruiter. I had been in sales and marketing a long time, advertising, but really I didn't feel a special connection to anything I was selling, let's say, quote, selling. An opportunity came to be a Navy recruiter, and I thought, this is something I can get behind. This is something I already love being in the Navy. I think it's the best thing for me. I think it's the best thing for everybody, and I just loved it so much I thought you know this is something I can get behind because at the time I thought it was all selling something but really it's much bigger than sales but it really just became this um, just great opportunity to be able to share this change lives counsel people and it's best decision I ever made you know I and you know how I know that's true is because you've won how many different kinds of awards as a Navy recruiter what are some of the awards you've won um, I was uh, Region East uh, Recruiter of the Year. The United States is broken into, there's a, two recruiting regions, East and West, the country split in the middle. I was a Region East award winner one year. I was Rookie Recruiter of the Year my first year. I was Recruiter of the Year uh, a couple years. I was also um, Lead Petty Officer of the Year. And what a Lead Petty Officer is, is that's someone who runs a recruiting office. So because the people that um, worked for me, with me, were successful, and the office was successful. I was also rewarded with that. But at the end of the day, um, my job was to help as many people as I could have careers in the Navy. And that's what I did. And getting awards is just residual, but not why I did it. I got you. But it's kind of cool because as someone who wins awards, and I know that's not why you didn't go out right. to intentionally try to win the award, but it just lets the listeners know that right. you're the real deal, right? Yep. Okay, so because you're the real deal, 
and you see all kinds of young people come to mm -hmm. you and they say, hey, I want to be in the Navy. It, or even you were even telling me that sometimes they come to you after they've graduated from college and they're ready for a life change. They don't know what they want to do mm -hmm. and they come to you then. So if you were going to say your ideal recruit, what would that young person look like? And it could be male, female. That's the other thing, too. The Navy's, you know, the, the Navy's so great about they You want all genders. Yes. Right. So yep. who's your ideal recruit? What are they, you know, their age? What do they have their background? What are you looking for? Well, um, just so you know that uh, the the Navy's market, the most people look to in the military are between 17 and 34. And in the United States, about 15% of them are qualified to join. When I say qualified, I mean that they uh, have all the, they have the scores, they have a, a high school diploma, and various things we look for. If they don't, there are ways to work around all these things. Um, my ideal recruit, I would say, would just be um, someone who's motivated, male, female. Now, just so you know, the, uh, the Navy is looking to, to have the, um, the Navy to be a 25% female of the force right now we're about 10 percent of the navy is female ah so for but, your young lady good time yes, to get going it is a good time right? to yeah, get going awesome. i mean really but i mean just someone who is just enthused they come in and you say you know what do you want out of life and it's someone who really can see past next week next month they can answer that question where do you see yourself in five years they can answer that and they can see how the navy fits into that um we always we look for people that are uh, physically fit, mentally sound. Um, you know, uh, there's there's various levels of background checks and things like that. But but just someone who's excited about their future. I mean, that's really what I'm looking for. How great is that? It is. It's and it I think it's just a great job to be able to help so many young people that come in and are, and and they're and you know I can't always help everyone, and that that's that take that's heartbreaking for me sometimes too. I bet. You know, it's like I can't, you know, I, I can't help everyone who comes in, but I do the best I can. Um, part of my job is if I talk to an older person, you know, be, you become a career counselor, you talk about their family, you know, their spouse, their kids, and it's more than just I'm a high school senior, I just graduated college. Some of these people are in this economy, fell on hard times and have to make that decision of what mm -hmm. they're willing to sacrifice, take care of their family as well. Right. Right. Well, now, a lot of the listeners that tune into the podcast, mm. they have younger kids. So their kids might be maybe 10, 11, maybe 12 years old. So what would be, what would you say to like a, a 10 or 11, 12 year old that you know you can't talk to until they're 17 or they're mm. not going to come talk to you until they're right. 17? What would be some things that you would say to them right now to say, wow, if this is something you're interested in what would be something, some good coaching for them as to how to prepare to get ready to come and see you when they're ready? That's a great question. And one of the things the Navy does to promote Navy awareness is we, we actually do do things in uh, middle schools because we're very involved in STEM programs. Uh, very cool. Very, the, the Navy is the, is the tip of the spear, as we say, on STEM programs, the Sea Perch programs, if you're familiar with that, robotics programs. They're huge sponsors of it and throw a lot of money at that because we know those kids that are high in sciences and math and technology are the future of the Navy. So if they think they want to have any kind of career in the Navy, um, I would say math and science, look for those kinds of clubs or groups, um, you know, besides just the standard into computers or computer programming, but really 
they they really have a head for it and, and we encourage that as well we're very involved in programs for younger kids but definitely math and science that's great you hear that math yay math, math. <laughs> i'm telling you it is and, and and as long as i've been doing this it's i find the kids that do the highest in math have the best options for the types of jobs the navy has and i know we're going to get into that yes. in a minute did you want me to mention about um if they have college credits the advantage to that absolutely because you know a lot of a lot of our uh, young people when they finish their high school program as a homeschooler most uh, most uh, have some college experience and many finish their high school experience with an associate's degree in college which is really cool. that is really cool yeah i remember t- because my parents are college teachers i would take you know one class at this, during the summer here and there typing or spanish or something but to really be that motivated that impresses me yeah um all right so when it comes to the advantage of having college credits uh, most people come in the military, and you can Google this, as all branches as an E1. And that just means enlisted, like, one level. Sure. Entry has, level. Entry level. It has yeah. to do with money. Right. Just think of it as any other job that has tiers of what you get paid. With 48 credits or more, you come in as an E3. What does that mean? Everyone still goes to boot camp and their technical school. It's easy. Um, and when you're done that... If you came in as an E3, you will be about 18 months ahead in pay as the people that came in as E1s. Because right after that, you could be an E4, which makes you Navy Petty Officer, which makes you already a supervisor. So within two years of joining the Navy, um, you know, an 18, 19-year-old could be in charge of what we call a shop, like an office or a group, could be in charge of like 25, 30 people. Wow. The leadership experience that they can have after being in the Navy two years, just being leaders of people even their own age, it doesn't matter what their age is. Right. People older than them, it doesn't matter. But the leadership experience, the organizational skills, just in the, just after two years is really, that's just awesome. That is to awesome. To a motivated, sharp, young person who has the college credits and a lot of it has to, of course, do with drive. Right. Very cool. So... Obviously, they're all, they all take the ASVAB, no matter what, whether they've already had some college experience or whether they're fresh out of high school, wherever they are. And the ASVAB, I forget the acronym. What does that, you know what that stands for? It is the Armed Services Vocational, Vocational Aptitude. Aptitude Battery That's Test. That's right. Okay, good. ASVAB Test is what it's called. Right. Now, if, when, if they go to uh, most public schools, not all, will give it, start giving it junior, senior year, some of those kids did do it to get out of class, okay? Right, right. And some of them have a legitimate interest in the military. Right. Um, or if someone wants to take the ASVAB test, and I'll get into what exactly it is, if someone wants to take it, they can just go to a Navy recruiting office. While you're in the office, you take a practice test. It's only about 20 minutes. And then if you do well enough on that, then you go to the military entrance processing station, known as MEPS, where they will take the actual test. It's also where we do physicals. They will take the actual ASVAB test. It's a computer-based test. Um, some people do better. Most people now do better on computer-based based right. tests than the fill in the bubble, which, as you know, is never my strong, <laughs> strong right. suit. Mm-hmm. But um, so they will take the actual test, and what that test does is it determines exactly what it stands for, the aptitude, hmm. exactly what you think it means. Like what 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 is someone going to be good at? So I can tell a young person I'm talking to, listen, you're going to take the ASVAB, 
And it, you don't have to worry about what, what job am I going to get in the Navy? You know, like they don't know what that even means. What am I going to physically do? Well, guess what? I'm going to tell you, you don't have to worry about it because you're going to take this test and this test is going to determine your best fit. Wouldn't it be great if everything in life was like that? Like I'm going to take a test. It's going to tell me what I'm going to do when I grow up. Right. And here's the job and, and here you go and here's your career and there you go. And you're 18, 19 and you could be dry, you know, a 19 year old of the people that drive the ships. Remember the movie Battleship? Yeah. The youngest pimply faced kid on the bridge of the ship of oh. the destroyer in that movie was some 17 year old E3. Right. 18 year old driving the right. ship. I mean, right. it doesn't, the captain's right there, but he is the, this is what the future of the Navy is of these young people. But mm. the aptitude test is going to tell them exactly what to do. Wow. So they just come to a recruiter. So mm -hmm. a homeschooler that wouldn't take it at their regular school, yes. the high school, they come to the recruiter. And part of that is they'll do the practice test. They do well on the practice test. And they and then mm -hmm. they actually can go, you call it MEPS? MEPS. MEPS. It's called MEPS. That's cool. That's MEPS. Awesome. There are MEPS in like every major city. Um, but that, that's how people process in. Okay. And, and the thing is that just, and there is no difference between, um, now the test that a lot of them take in high school is the paper and pencil test. Right. So... Um, a lot of the kids who took it in high school, their senior year, are like not happy with their scores, go take it on the computer and do ah, better. Gotcha. So it doesn't matter whether or not you took it in high school. Okay, perfect. All right, so when should they come see you? How old should they be? What, what's the timing, the best timing for them? Um, you can be 17. And um, if I was talking to, let's say, a, a, a public school or a private school, um, they can come after they're done their junior year. Gotcha. So like right now, they technically be considered a high school senior. Perfect. They can be 17 with both parents' consent. If you're 18, I recommend you talk to your parents about it. Absolutely. <laughs> but of course, um, you can go talk to a recruiter. And I also want to say that, that parents are welcome to come. Oh, that's like, great. Let's say, let's say, you know, Mr. D was in town yeah. and you wanted to go see a recruiter. And you wanted to bring someone whose opinion you cared about, maybe right. you take Mr. D. But you can bring anyone you want. We call that person an influencer, your parents, someone who you think it's important hears this information firsthand. That's A great. recruiter will also come to your house. They have laptops. They can come to the house. I mean, they're really willing to do, you know. And, and, and just so you know something about me is that um, I feel one of the reasons I was, success was successful and still am is because I'm not about numbers. My boss wouldn't want to hear that. Right. I mean, I, really, people say, oh, recruiters about numbers and their quota. That's not me. And I don't train my people that way either that are recruiters. Right. Because we have an expression that the applicant, that means the person who comes to my office, first, last, and always. You're our primary concern. So I don't, someone joins, they don't join. I'm okay with that. It's, I'm here to help you make the best decision for your future. That's so great. Okay, so... Joining the armed services is a good idea. You know, my, my brother joined the Navy. Yes, he was and in the Navy, he, uh, I remember. And I can, well, here's what I can tell you. My brother before the Navy, my brother after the Navy, two different human beings. And the one after the Navy, he's pretty amazing. He was already amazing, but now he's like mm -hmm. extraordinary, you know? An amazing life. And I know that the Navy really reshaped him and who he was. And, and he came out a leader. I mean, there was mm -hmm. just no other way to say that. So here you are. And, most people say, yeah, joining the armed services is a good idea. Obviously, there's some risk involved because because of, you know, when, when people join some of the things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So why join the Navy over the other armed services? 
Well, we're the best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we have this expression about you're not just in the Navy. You're wearing the cloth of the nation. Like when you put on your uniform, I'm sure the other services instill that, but I really feel that from the Navy. When I put on my Navy uniform, and you've seen me in it. I have. um, That you really have that sense that you are... In sh- you know, you have the shroud and the cloth and the confidence of the entire United States that you're going to keep them safe. Mm. Do you remember that commercial? Um, it was my mom's favorite, where it had like a family, and then it showed people circling them around them in uniform, and it said, um, you know, in order to get to them, you have to go through us. Oh, nice. But that's how we feel. But why the Navy over any other service? Um, we are, or uh, even just even any service, or any really, service. Right? Well, let's, if we're just talking the Navy, um, it is the uh, extent of the high-tech. We are a high-tech service. We're support service. We're not like necessarily what we call boots on the ground on the front line. Nothing but love and respect for the Army and the Marine Corps, but those are your front line guys doing a mission that they have. But the Navy is your support services. Um, we come in behind them, you know, build airports, build roads, build schools, build churches, provide medical provide support, provide protection. We protect the sea lanes of the whole world. Um, and it's just our mission for, for protection and working with our allies. Um, and also I like to say you can, you have a hot shower every night. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> and a hot meal, but, but, but seriously, I mean, it's, I mean, I can't really say that, that any service is better than another because it depends on the recruit, like we said. Mm, if you right. have a sharp, high-tech, um technic uh stem math science person i would say navy yeah um even if they're not um you know we have every type of job in the navy there is think of when you see a ship that that's like you have to have everything on that ship to sustain it right people that cook yeah people that uh supply uniforms people that supply everything people that cut hair right to the people that um are launching planes off aircraft carriers to people that fly the planes. Right. So it's every single type of job you can think of is in the Navy because we need every type of job. Right. Um, but I think I think the armed services are a great idea. I used to tell people, well, if you have a choice between like hanging out on the, you know, working at Taco Bell or, you know, you need to do something else. Because I tell kids, you know, when you get back, your friends are still going to be at Taco Bell. And you'll have four years been in the Navy. And you'll get out and you'll have seen so much more and experienced so much more besides the educational benefits when you get out you right. can look up the 9-11 gi bill which i welcome you to look which i welcome you to look up yeah which means when they get out of the navy um they get their college paid for plus they get a stipend hmm. wow. you know to go to college right. um and they can there's also something called tuition assistance which is while they're in that's how i got my master's degree in theological studies wow i got it for free that's awesome because they paid so much a credit while i was in right um there's many features and benefits but really when we talk about that depends on who we're talking to and about but uh why navy i don't know i just love it it's my family it's my home and i can't think of doing anything else with my life that's worth while ah and that goes right back to why you're the best because it's what you believe in. It's it's really, you know when you you put that uniform on, it's like you're ready to roll. So it's good. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Well, I hope that uh, that you you know people have had a chance to really get a sense about who Chief Sarah Patton is. And uh, 
can they can people contact you? I was going to say about yeah. how many people might be contacting me. And oh, <laughs> I, you know, a few thousand. No. Okay, yeah, you make it. I, I get emails from time to time, so no, they they yeah, can so. they can definitely um, email me. Do you want me to give my email or do you have a Absolutely. way to? Absolutely. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. It is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H dot Patton, like the general, P-A-T-T-O-N, at Navy dot M-I-L, mil. Mil. Like military, military. Oh, yes. Right. So Sarah cool. dot Patton at Navy dot mil. I also do, if I can add, yeah. I do the Navy ROTC scholarships. Oh, awesome. And what that is that um, you can go on, you just, you can Google uh, N-R-O-T-C and it has exactly in homeschool are eligible. Great. There is a whole section. They have to get a certain SAT score, uh-huh. certain ACT score. Okay. Um, and they will go go to college. Like they pick around in this area. They're going to uh, KU or University of Illinois or right. University of Missouri. Um, they are doing the ROTC program. They do stuff in the summer with the Navy. It's sort of like being reservist one day right. a month. Otherwise, you're regular Joe College. Yeah. Okay. When you're done your four years in some really exciting high-tech aviation, engineering, yeah. nursing right. program, something like that, various programs, they can look it up. They have a five-year commitment to the Navy. And then imagine what kind of person is produced after four years at a great university, five years as an officer in the United States Navy, leading sailors probably getting their master's degree when they get out they are going to be the most unbelievably hireable marketable person right like if they do the nurse program they're not just going to get out of the navy and start somewhere graveyard shift they're going to run a floor so i mean the navy rtc program is something to look up for kids that score and they can look it up at like high sat high act super competitive community service Mm. um right you know, the only thing there is you can't have more than 30 college credits. Okay. So if you have kids that have less than ah, 30 right. college credits right. and under 23 years old, mm-hmm. they can apply they for this program. That's awesome. And you can look that up as well. That, that's something else that I do yeah. right now is my passion. That's really good. All right. So it's sarah.patton mm-hmm. at navy.mil. Navy. That's awesome. And you can email me as well as always, Dennis at mrdmath.com. I'm also on Facebook as Sarah Patton. Sarah Patton. And I'm wearing awesome. a... My, you know, looking, dress white. No, I'm actually wearing like my gar- my khaki garrison cap, and it's a selfie. Okay, good. but you can also reach to me. You can also find me through there. Okay, great. Um, and you can message me through Facebook. I'm actually, it's I have one of those accounts that's easy to find on there. Excellent. Well, there you go. Well, if if this has got you even, I, I'm interested. I would, I, but I'm over. What's that age cut off? I passed that right. <laughs> Slightly. Uh, yeah, slightly. So I hope you uh, found that this was informative for you. And if you can tell, you know, the passion that I have when I am doing math programs, just imagine the pa- that same kind of passion in a Navy recruiter and somebody who represents our country and does it in an amazing way. So it's so cool. Thank you. I'm honored to have been on the show. Yeah. Well, Chief, next time. Here we go. So you, everybody out there listening, now feel free to contact myself, contact Chief Sarah, however that works for you if you want more information. And until next time, see you then. See Bye. you then. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.